Today's episode of the Beers and Ears podcast is brought to you by Magical Memories with Casey. If you are looking on planning your next Disney trip, whether that be to the parks, cruise line, adventures by Disney, or if you're planning going to Universal, um, guys, I, 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 Casey's not here this week. It's just me. I, I, so I, he's not, you know, holding me at, at gunpoint to say this. I, in all seriousness, if you are wanting to plan a vacation, you need to talk to Casey. Uh, he has tons of knowledge. I, I, if I'm planning a trip, which I'm, I'm starting to kind of concoct one, I'm definitely going to go through Casey. It, even if you are a pro, I consider myself to be a pro. Do it to help take off some of the pressure. Um, you know, the plan a vacation, especially Disney vacation, can be a lot. There's a lot of new stuff with the reservation system, with G- Genie Plus. Let Casey help you. So um, go to uh, his Facebook page, Magical Memories by Casey. You can also find initial contact form on sorcererNetwork.com. Or reach out to us, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Casey will get that as well. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone. Welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and I am flying solo today. Um, I, I have to admit that this was um, poor planning on my part, um, where I, I knew that Casey was not here this week, and then all of a sudden it came to, like, you know, Sunday night, and I went, oh, um, I haven't uh, 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 asked anyone to come on the pod, so um, <laughs> I'm going to just share my thoughts a little bit. And, and there's one thing that I wanted to talk about that I, I'm, I'm not sure I would convince Casey to talk about, um, and that's uh, the latest Pixar movie, Lightyear. Um, you know, it, 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 for those of you that know, Casey is not a as big of a Pixar fan as, as I am. I'm a huge Pixar fan, and, you know, we've talked about this where... You know, Pixar's first movie, Toy Story, comes out when I'm five, six years old. And so, I mean, I grew up with Pixar films, whereas Casey, a little bit older than I am, didn't have quite that connection as what I had. So, um, Lightyear gets announced. I remember seeing it being announced. It was when there was the huge investors meeting. It was in 2020, and they announced a whole bunch of stuff. I remember I watched like the full like five, it was like a five hour presentation. I remember watching the entirety of it. And this was one that I remember being announced and I went, huh, that's interesting. Because anything with Pixar, I'm willing to give a chance. Um, I, I really, I, I still stand by that even Pixar's worst movie is still a pretty good movie. I mean, I think Cars 2 is is probably the bottom of the barrel, in my opinion, on Pixar movies. Good Dinosaur is down there as well. But even those movies, I, I, like to say those are the worst Pixar movies, those are still mid-tier level movies. I, I, I still find Cars 2 very entertaining. Now, I, I think if someone were to invite me over and be like, hey, we're watching Cars 2, I wouldn't immediately walk out and leave. I would go, okay, well, I mean, you know, that's not my favorite, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I can find entertainment in that. And so very much willing to give it a chance. But this is really the, you know, Lightyear was kind of the first of the spin-off Toy Stories where, you know, they, they clearly have told the Toy Story story for lack of better terms where you've got the arc through one movies one through four and even you have some of the specials you know that time forgot and a couple of the other short films 
you've got that kind of filling in some gaps and adding some more to the Toy Story lore. But, you know, one of the problems that a franchise like this runs into is, well, you're not going to have Tom Hanks and Tim, ha- Tim Allen voice these characters forever. And it's going to be really hard to get somebody else to voice these characters. And so you kind of have to decide, well, we're going to end this, but Toy Story is such a huge franchise for the Disney company, how are they going to keep this momentum going? And they seem to have chosen a, okay, well, let's spin off Buzz Lightyear and kind of tell Buzz Lightyear's origin story. And the the, the ex- explanation they give is a little bit, if you really try to break it down, it, it's, it's a little bit convoluted, where the movie is the movie that Andy watched that spawned the toy that he really wanted. So I'm watching a movie about a fictional movie that spawned a fictional toy that I can also buy in real life. <laughs> it's if you really try to break it down, it's very convoluted and it, it but and I, I it's, but I I think it's it's interesting. I mean, I, the idea that Andy went to go see this movie and this is kind of what spawned his love of Buzz Lightyear and all things space and you know that's it's interesting and I I remember when this movie came out I I was not really that excited about it to be honest with you and I ended up not seeing it in theaters now some of that is uh not necessarily a oh I refuse to go see it in theaters because I thought it was going to be bad some of it is just I'm at a point in my life right now that my my time is a premium you know I, I I have a new job I work nine to five and then when I get home, I got two kids to take care of. And then, to be honest with you, I've worked hard all day. And I, I don't have the energy to go sit in a theater for two hours to watch an animated movie. <laughs> um, and so uh, so I, I, I just am not seeing it as much. And then on the weekends, too, like it, it's harder for me to find time to go see a movie. And my kids aren't quite to the age where they can sit through a movie in a movie theater Um, my kids also have some sensory issues. And so like the loudness of a theater is not necessarily something that I'm looking uh, like trying to put them in that situation. The other element of this too, is the theater's experience really hasn't recovered since the pandemic. You know, it's, it's these big opening weekends. And then you look at the second weekend numbers and they just dive. And this is not just for Lightyear. It's it's for a lot of movies that, that that the films just dive from week one to week two. And so what that's doing is it's 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 allowing these films to be put on the streaming services faster. So I, I don't have the dates right in front of me, but Lightyear was on Disney Plus very quickly after it premiered in theaters. And so at that point, I'm already paying for Disney Plus. I'll just watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus. And so. You know, it was it wasn't necessarily like a, oh, I was avoiding it because I thought it was bad, but I, I, I also was not necessarily super excited about it. You know, it it you're you're talking to someone who the Toy Story movies were such a big part of my childhood that this whole spinoff thing didn't really excite me in the same way that you know another film did, and so when it came out. I remember reading a lot of reviews that were kind of lukewarm on it. And even a lot of people that said it was, it was very, very bad. Um, So I, you know, I had that going and like, ah, well, I don't really, now I'm really not going to go rush out and see it. So, you know, one night it came on Disney plus and I was like, okay, 
I'm gonna watch this thing. I've got an evening. I, I you know, I, I need to watch this movie as a Disney fan, as a Pixar fan. I need to watch this movie, and so I ended up watching it. And let me say, I was delightfully surprised. I, I, I am not quite understanding where all of the dislike, like heavy dislike, comes from. I, I'm gonna point out kind of some of the problems that I had with the movie, but the movie is. If you like, you know, kind of a, a space, the space look, which I, I just, for whatever reason, I just like that look. Um, it's it's a, a weird thing to like, but I, I like the look of the space movie. Um, it's got the classic Pixar charm. You know, the humor is very, very good. Um, the characters are really engaging. Socks, the cat, is is really, really fun. I love that character. And then the action scenes, I thought, were really cool. Like, they made Buzz Lightyear of even cooler character. You know, he already is very, very cool in the toy. But what they did with him in the movie, I, I, I thought it was really cool. And, and fighting the robots and um, the flight sequences, I, I was really into it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. The storyline is also very engaging. Um, the idea that they're marooned on this planet, I should say, spoiler alert for, for Lightyear if you haven't seen it, which again, you should know. But anyway, um, they're marooned on this planet. He's trying to find a way back and kind of the, the growth aspect of it is he starts with like this, I, I can only do things myself. I'm the person that has to do it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And then he learns, oh no, I actually have to trust a team of people. And you know, it's a very heartwarming story. Um, which is really, really great. Um, I enjoyed that kind of development of it all. Um, I enjoyed the, like, Zerg being a really terrifying villain in certain cases. Like, the robot version of Zerg is 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 large and in charge. Um, I will say, again, huge spoiler alert here, the idea that Zerg was another Buzz Lightyear from the future, I guess was like a, you know, shocking twist. But it was one that I, I, I I'm, I'm not quite sure that I really enjoyed. Um, maybe it's because in Toy Story 2, it's this, you know, I am your father. And I guess, I mean, I know that was a Star Wars reference, but... I was kind of hoping that they were going to kind of keep that continuity of like somehow Zerg was Buzz Lightyear's dad. And the, the, the fact that it was Buzz from the future made it a little more convoluted. And I think this was one of the reasons why the movie kind of was lukewarm. Because if I was a kid and I was trying to follow this, it's like, okay, so wait a minute. Buzz Lightyear is meeting a future version of himself in a Zerg suit, and they're both, it, it's, it, it, it was really, really convoluted, and if I'm imagining like a six-year-old trying to wrap their mind around that, that's really hard. Um, you know, if you think about like the plot of Frozen, it, it's a, it's a pretty simple plot. Yeah, there's some nuance in there, but it's pretty simple, uh, tangled. It, you know, again, nuance, some depth, some character growth in certain different ways, but for the most part, you can follow the plot very, very easily. This one, it just had, it, it just had a little bit more, too much convolutedness to it. And so, 
I felt like the idea that it was another Buzz Lightyear from a different timeline, I just, it was, it was a little too much for me. But, it, whatever. It, it, it was, it, it, I didn't hate it. I, I think that was the, that was the thing about it. It wasn't like, a, oh my gosh, this is a total distaste for where they went with the story. I thought it was just kind of a, you know, eh. Uh, you know, twist and kind of where they went with it. It's very key to the development because basically it's at this point that Buzz Lightyear realizes, oh no, I need a team. And this Zerg evil Buzz is like, no, 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 you can do it by yourself. And so it, 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 it makes sense in the story that they were trying to tell. Okay, so at this point, uh, let me give you the things that it was panned for that are just bogus. Like, just absolutely bogus. The first one, you know, we've touched on a lot in this podcast. Um, you know, one of one of Buzz's friends, his lieutenant, his sergeant, I don't exactly remember what it is, um, the commanding officer, she she is she is in a relationship with another woman, and they show that in the movie. And as with anything that is centered around the LGBTQ community, it, people get up in arms about it. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast that Disney, it's, it's a good thing that Disney continues this representation and they do it in a way that's not in your face. Again, it's not an in your face thing. It's just part of the story. People are going to pan things forever about that. And it's just, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit tired of trying to tell people that this, this doesn't matter. Like this is a, this is a, a movie that reflects our current, our current life. That's what movies and art do. They reflect our current world, and that is our current world. So, second thing was, people were like, okay, well, it's Chris Evans voicing Buzz Lightyear and not Tim Allen. And and that's not that's that's not that's not the right buzz. And I, I, I think this was a weird one for me because this buzz in Lightyear is different than the one in Toy Story. And I felt like that's what they were trying to do. They were purposefully making it different. And so, honestly, I felt like it would have been more weird had it been Tim Allen being the one voicing the Lightyear in this movie rather than Chris Evans. Because the Tim Allen is the toy and Chris Evans is the Buzz Lightyear, the actual guy. That did, that did not bother me in the slightest. I... I, I think that's a really easy look past that people just got hung up on for whatever reason. And because again, I could understand if they released Toy Story 5 and Chris Evans is voicing Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I probably would have a problem with that too. Um, but the fact that this is a spin-off uh, character, it feels like a different character. And, and Disney treated it this way. I mean, when Lightyear came out, you could meet Lightyear in Disneyland, I believe, and maybe Walt Disney World. I know especially Disneyland. And it was a live person. You know, Buzz Lightyear meet and greet at, at all the parks is a you know full fully costumed character. This one was a live action person that was pretending to be Buzz Lightyear. And uh, so that, that just made it feel like a different character than what Buzz Lightyear the toy was. So I, I, I think those were, those were kind of just knocks that people had that were just not, not valid. 
And so, I, 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 but I want to now get into some of the valid things that I, I, I think uh, that are complaints. And I've kind of touched a little bit on some of them already. I, you know, I really think they thought Buzz Lightyear is an insanely popular character. We, we've talked about this on the pod where when we worked at the Disney store, Buzz Lightyear is the most popular toy since 1995. The amount of Buzz Lightyears that we sold on a yearly basis outsold everything else. And that included years that Frozen came out. That included every year that these princess things came out. Big name movies, Marvel, Star Wars, you name it. Buzz Lightyear was king. And so it makes sense that in their first spinoff, they would say, okay, we're going to try to push Lightyear things. And I think the problem with trying to push this spinoff is you are trying to tell people, hey... You you are now going to like this new Buzz Lightyear. Buy these new Buzz Lightyear toys. Try to convince your kid that, no, 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 I know you have a Buzz Lightyear, but this is also Buzz Lightyear, and because it's from the new movie, it's better. And I, I think a lot of kids and people just were like, no, I'd rather just play with the regular Buzz Lightyear. And probably, if you look at sales of talking action figure Buzz Lightyear and other classic Buzz Lightyear things... Probably those sales have stayed steady, if not increased. And, I mean, I was in Walmart the other day, and there's still Lightyear toys on the on the shelves and not prominently displayed in any way. It just is they're there, and they look fine. I'm sure they're fun toys, but it just... No one's like, oh, man, I prefer the Lightyear version than uh, to, to this version. Uh, to the original version. Sorry. And so it just, I, I, I think that was just a little bit of a misstep that they thought that this was going to kind of be a huge thing and it kind of wasn't. And so it, it, it is hard for me to figure out what they really thought this movie was going to be because there were also rumors that Lightyear was going to replace Space Mountain. That, you know, this movie was going to take off and they thought it was going to do so well that they were kind of, you know, thinking about, okay, well, we'll retheme Space Mountain to Lightyear. Now, again, I have no, this is just a rumor. There's no, there, I have no facts beyond this. This is just the rumors that I hear online, which we all know that online has false things that go around. But um, it, it, they really thought that they were going to have a huge thing on their hands with the success of the Toy Story franchise and the success of Buzz Lightyear. It it's they really thought that this was going to be something special. Now I don't think that those plans, if those rumors were true, I'm pretty sure they have scrapped those plans. Um, you know, I I think that people will continue to watch Lightyear here and there, but I think for the most part, people watched it went. I, I guess that was cool, and then are now going to continue watching the classic Toy Stories because the classic Toy Stories, I think, are just better movies. Like, if you're asking me to rank this movie, which we always do when we talk about a movie, I, I would put this, I don't know, mid, mid-tier, mid like, uh, yeah, it's, it's in that middle third, probably bottom of the middle third. It's definitely not, not a, a bad movie. Again, I, I actually enjoyed the movie for what it was. If you sever the connection of the Toy Story franchise, I, I think it actually works as a really good movie. It's a really compelling storyline, a really good character growth. It's got a lot of feeling. It's got a lot of 
it, it's got good stuff in it. It's got all the classic Pixar stuff in it. It just, uh, it just, because it has the connection to one of the most popular franchises in the world, it just doesn't work. So like that, so that that's probably like the biggest thing that that I that I can say about the movie is that I think Disney just put some eggs in Disney and Pixar by extension put all their eggs in this basket thinking this was going to be some big thing and it wasn't. And, and I think part of that comes from we were never given like a Buzz Lightyear backstory in the movies, and this is where I think they should have gone another way with it. You know, Toy Story 2, a big thing that we learn about is Woody's Roundup, that this is a TV show that was on and, uh, you know, it's classic episodes and it was never finished and, you know, what happened? Did they ever get out of the mine, I believe, is the, the, the last episode. I think a better movie would have been a Woody's Roundup movie that, you know, okay, here's, you know, here's the storyline. You say, hey... We, you know, in this, you know, in Andy's universe, in the Toy Story universe, Woody has has regained popularity and people and the, the company that made Woody's Roundup has decided to release a hour and a half movie that's going to end the Woody's Roundup series. And so you bring back Woody and Jesse and Stinky Pete and uh, Bullseye and you give a really great ending to that Woody's Roundup story. To me, that feels a little more authentically Toy Story, but still a spinoff. And again, like I think that, that I mean, nothing would have been easy. It would, it would have definitely been difficult. But that to me sounds like a story that is that I'm more excited about because I already have some of the groundwork laid for that. This movie kind of comes out of nowhere is, is some of the problem. Is it just... Just is like okay, yeah, yeah. Lightyear has a as a backstory, and here's all this backstory stuff, and you learn some of the stuff where he gets his phrases from, and the catchphrases, and how he does this, and you know he says all the lines of that you hear him say in the movie, and that by extension the toy says, and you get a lot of like oh ah, kind of moments of like oh that's cool, um, but overall it it just was a story that I I. I was not as interested in. I, I, I think that, you know, Disney is doing this with a lot of things where they're giving us spinoffs or giving us character development and character movies that it's like we, we're not really that excited about. I'm trying to think of a, a, an example off the top of my head. I, I, I guess this is kind of like the, the Cars 2 argument in that it focuses a lot more on developing Mater up. And I think Mater works as a really great sidekick, really great side character supporting the main cast. But I, I, I don't love him as a main character in a movie. I, I think that one is, that's just really tough for me to get on board with. Um... I mean, you can argue in this case, well, wait a minute, Matt. Buzz Lightyear is a main character. You know, uh, he's not a side character, clearly. But I just, I don't know. Like, I, it, 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 it's hard to describe what what just didn't feel right about this movie. But 
I guess maybe what it was is it just didn't feel like something from the Toy Story franchise. And I, I get that's the point, but I, I've said it I've said it once and I've, I'll say it again. It's impossible to sever that connection between this universe that you've already created and even the film itself because it starts out with like, hey, this is this is the movie that Andy watched before he he bought the toy. You're, you're they're establishing it in this universe, so it, it's impossible to sever that connection. Whereas I I I would just I I think had this just been a standalone Lightyear movie with had this been the first movie that we've seen and then Toy Story came after it, I mean again we're living in a very what if world here, but I I think maybe it would have been more well received. So that's just a little bit kind of on what I thought about Lightyear. You know I I I I'd love to hear what you all think. Um, my Twitter handle is at Sorcerer Matt. Feel free to tweet at me. Uh, I will happily respond to you. What you thought about Lightyear and whether I'm off or whether there's something else that I'm, I, I just can't put my finger on of, of, of whoa, what I thought this film was and wasn't. And it, it's, it, it's still kind of marinating a little bit. But I, I, I do think it, it, it is fairly put in its place in the fact of it's not a you know all-time classic but i do think it's a little bit unfairly put in as like uh oh my gosh this is the worst movie ever i i don't i don't think it's that at all so shifting gears a little bit i i i want to quickly talk a non-spoiler and or uh uh piece here i cannot tell you how great Andor the series is. It, it is by far the best Star Wars series to date. And I, I'm including The Mandalorian on this. I, I think this series is better than The Mandalorian. Episode 6 of this show is an absolute masterpiece. From the excitement of the episode to the set pieces of the episode it 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 is near perfect television and so i i am so encouraged by this series and and i I, and I, i love that people are as excited as i am about it because i would love to see more series like this you know this er, this you know early on in the rebellion the what's going on in the empire uh how how all of these inner workings work and these games of cat and mouse these it just it is if you are if you have if you have not watched it i i cannot recommend it enough and and here's the other thing about it it is now in my mind, transcended the Star Wars universe. I think The Mandalorian very much is like a, it's a great show. And it's, but it's it's very Star Warsy, and that's not a bad thing. But Andor is a show that you can know nothing about the Star Wars universe, and even to be honest with you, you cannot like Star Wars. And I. Th- think you would probably enjoy it it's just good tv that happens to be in the star wars universe 
So I, I, you know, it's only seven episodes in. We've got five more to go. I, I mean, I, I wait in anticipation for Wednesdays when I can watch the latest episode of Andor, and I'm, I'm so, so excited. I to to continue watching. I'm gonna be so disappointed when the show is over, um, because it's it it's been so so good. Um, so if, do yourself a favor if you're not watching Andor, get on it. Like the first six episodes are basically it's like kind of how they're doing it is four three episode arcs. I mean they all connect. Don't get me wrong, but like one through three kind of go together. Four through six kind of go together, and now you know seven through nine will go together, and ten through twelve are going to kind of go together. So it feels like you're almost getting like four mini movies, and and that's nice. And um you know, they released the first three episodes and that felt really good to be able to watch kind of that first third. And I, I absolutely love it. So, um, so that's going to be it for me today. Um, I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode and my apologies to all you listeners for dropping the ball on, you know, getting a guest. Um, you know, it's life's busy right now. Um, but, uh, I am always happy to talk Disney and um, uh, I had some thoughts on Lightyear that I needed to get off my chest, and so this is what this is why I have a podcast, so I can get these things off my chest and put it out into the world, and people can hear it. <laughs> so, um, so if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can uh, 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 do so. Email us as the aforementioned email address, uh, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Twitter and Instagram at beersandears1928. Sorcerernetwork.com. You can see all of our episodes. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, five stars. Really does help. Um, Casey, will be back, Casey will be back next week. We're going to be talking his Disney World trip. Um, I, know, I, I know he rode Guardians, and I'm interested to hear his thoughts on that. Same with Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Um, the Momentum Conference with Lou Mangello, I'm sure we'll hear about. So um, it's going to be a little park-centric episode on, on Casey's trip uh, next uh, next week. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're, we talked about it. We're kind of getting into the holidays here. Holidays are fast approaching, so we're going to have to... Uh, get the holiday episode. I saw there's a new like stop motion claymation Mickey Christmas special coming out in November, so I'm sure we'll talk about that because yes, I am into all of that. Um, we'll definitely be watching that, and Christmas is like a, our favorite time of year, so we will definitely be doing it up for the holidays. So um, yeah, look forward to that next week. Alright everybody, have a great day, night, whatever time of day you're listening to this. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.